0: Welcome to Second Impressions, the show where we'll try anything twice. My name's Danica. My name's Emma. What is up, my dude? Nothing much. What's up with you? Oh, I don't know. Nothing much. We've been talking for like 25 minutes already. We were I having know. some technical problems before this. Our, like, so, uh, our small talk's just out of the way. It's done. I know, because we already did it and nobody else gets to hear about it, so. <laughs> cool. <laughs> they don't want to hear all about our... Technical issues, anyways. Our technical issues and our work drama. Nobody cares yeah. about that. Yeah. we're here to talk about Christmas movies. Damn it! That's right. Good yeah. December. This is December, and we're full of joy. <laughs> so much this joy. Is the spirit of Christmas. Filling myself up with the spirit of Christmas right now. <laughs> is that a joke? Is it? Is it more like <laughs> the spirits? <laughs> of Christmas, <laughs> wink, wink, wink. Spirits. Yeah, you got me. You got me there. Are you drinking a rum and egg? <clears throat> hey Emma. Hey Danica. <laughs> what are you drinking uh, tonight? I am not drinking a rum and eggnog. I could tell that's where you were going. Um, I am your friendly neighborhood wine mom tonight. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Round of applause. Thank uh, what you. kind of wine? Um, it is a Jackson Triggs Malbec, I believe. Hmm, uh, it's really good. Travis and Thanks. I actually visited that winery when we went to Niagara Falls, and it was very good and tasty. And their winery is like fucking huge. Do you want to know something cool? What I know and went to university with a with a Triggs of the <gasps> Jackson Triggs. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. He's basically a celebrity. A little bit. I don't know. In the one. I should get world. back at I lost touch with her. I should look her up again and see how she's doing cuz she was very cool and we became tight in the one year that we worked together. <laughs> we worked together for the university at the university. That's oh, did why. you? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, That's she was cool. great. That's mm-hmm. cool. And we both did our um, exchanges I- at the same university and worked in the same Starbucks. No way. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Wow. It was very cool. Wow. So I got to go to this completely like totally different city in a totally different country worked in it because i met her before i went away and i was like oh i'm going to this city next year for my exchange and she was like that's where i went um and i started working at this place and i was like hey a few years ago did you meet this person and they were like yeah and i was like yeah i know her. we go to the same university in canada and they were like (laughs) what so that was very cool and crazy crazy i love it yeah a nice little piece of piece of home absolutely it was great hey danica hey emma what are you drinking i'm drinking one of my favorite beers and i'm kind of surprised that i haven't done it on the show yet but i think this is the first time excuse me (laughs) that was a gross one um from hoin brewing it's their dark matter ooh a classic it's so good like It's, it's pretty good No, no, dude. It's so good. (laughs) It is so dark and so nice. And I love the artwork on the bottle because it's all like northern lights and constellations and stuff. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. It's like – it's a very, very dark beer, but it's also got a relatively mild taste. Um, And it's just – I don't know. There's not – a a ton of dark beers that are also very very refreshing but i find this one really refreshing yeah i can i can see that great good you know what i'm talking about yeah i mean like i'm not as into dark beers as you are Mm -hmm. i know that for a fact um (laughs) but hoin dark matter and then there's like a couple other ones that i do enjoy so yeah it's great it's it's good yeah it's good it's great. good i like it <laughs> you like it so a lot anyway, i i considered uh drinking this one a few days ago and then i was like mm, i should save it for the podcast because yeah people need to hear about my favorite beers dang it absolutely gosh darn Abso- it freaking lately i follow this um instagram account and mm-hmm. i forget what the what their handle is but Basically they just take pictures all over British Columbia and it's very good and very cool and beautiful hmm. like outdoor pictures. And um the other day they posted a picture of Fernie BC where Fernie Brewing is. Of course. And um now it's like my goal to go there for a vacation. Yeah, I've for, never like, been there. I mean either. And so um, yeah, I want to go. I want to go to Fernie Brewing. Straight from the source. I want yes. to go to Fernie, BC. I don't know what else they have there, but I'm sure it's a great little town. You can do probably do lots of outdoorsy things. Not an outdoorsy person, but I would do it if I knew I was getting beer at the end of it. Yeah. A- same. Absolutely. Like, we are on the same page. Yeah. Because we're the same person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <sighs> it's all good. Confirmed. It's all good. I was um, listening to the past couple episodes because I like to do that because I like our show and I think we're great. Um, And I really genuinely love the moments when I cannot tell us apart. (laughs) Yeah. Because there are times, especially the older episodes now, because like enough time has passed and I'll listen to them and I'll be like, there will be moments. And it's like, I don't remember who said this. And I can't tell the difference. Yeah, I totally know what you're talking about. It is a little ridiculous, but that's fine. This is our lives now. Yep, this is us. So we just have to deal with it. Absolutely. Shall we get into today's Christmas movie? Yeah, I guess this movie kind of sets us apart, though, because... I've seen this before. Never saw it. Yeah! (laughs) This week we watched Arthur Christmas. (laughs) Woo! Woo! If you've never heard of it before, that's because this is a British movie. It is an animated film from 2011, and it is all about Santa's youngest son, Arthur, who has to save Christmas, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Well, save one little girl's Christmas. Save one little girl's Christmas. The plot very, very shortly is that Santa, the current Santa, is on his 70th year of being Santa, and the Santas are a family, so his dad was Santa before him, he is currently Santa, he's been doing it for 70 years, he's on his final mission, everyone's expecting him to retire after this year, and then his, like, eldest son, Steve, who is his, like, uh, main commander. Main, yeah, he's his commander. His like main operations guy. Will take over as Santa. His eldest son is a very straight laced, no nonsense, businessy sort of guy who schedules. He basically runs Christmas, and old Santa <laughs> is just kind of there at this point because he's so old. Yeah. Um, but he's very serious. He's very businessy. And he runs this, like, very elaborate high-tech operation to make sure that Christmas runs very smoothly. However, they finish this mission, and Arthur, the youngest son, who's this kind of, like, bumbling, very sweet kid who just genuinely loves Christmas, but he kind of fucks up everything around him. (laughs) He discovers a present that hasn't been delivered, and he's like, oh, my God, we missed a kid. We have to go and deliver this present. Steve doesn't care because it's just, like, a teeny tiny, like, margin of error. Millionth of a percentage of error. Yeah, exactly. And so he's just like, the mission was a success. It doesn't matter. And Arthur's like, no, we have to go. And so Arthur and Grand Santa, the current Santa's dad, who is old as hell, (laughs) go out to deliver this little girl's present to, to make sure that she doesn't stop believing in Santa. And it's a wild ride. Absolutely. It is a wild ride.: Yeah, quite literally. Yeah. So anyway, that's Arthur Christmas. I would recommend it if you've never seen it. Oh, first I think time, we're second really time a bit ahead of ourselves. OK, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know <laughs> you're excited, but come on, I'm excited. Otherwise, it's going to be the <laughs> shortest episode ever. That's true. <laughs> but this was your first time watching it. It was. So tell me about your first impression of this movie. I will. Um, But first, like, had you even heard of this movie before? No, absolutely not. And I think you could tell when you suggested that we watch the movie and I was just like, radio silence. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, fine, we can watch it. But like, I've never seen it, never even heard of it. I didn't even know it was animated. Until I, like, Googled it. Did I not mention that? Uh, I guess not. Maybe you did, but I wasn't listening, and I don't know. Aha, the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> My, how the turntables have turned. <laughs> I love that. What is that from? The office. That is from I the think? office. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I think yeah. you're right. My, yeah. how the turntables. Yeah. I have turned. Whatever. Have turned, uh, yeah. So I hadn't even hadn't heard of it, didn't even know it existed, had no idea who was in it, knew nothing about it, uh, and then I watched it. Great, because I convinced you to. Yeah, I mean, you just seem so jacked about it. You're just like, ah, we gotta watch this movie. (laughs) It's so great, and you'll love it. And since we are pretty much the same person, that's like what convinced me. So. Yeah. Although, yeah, we're not we're not exactly the same on every single thing. No. Otherwise, this podcast would be like super boring, but yeah. Um, we are very similar in a lot of respects. So, I I guess I was mostly just really hopeful that you would like this movie because I discovered it a few years ago and fell in love with it immediately. And since then, it's become one of my Christmas staples. So I just, oh, and as soon as I found it, I started, like, telling literally everyone in my life about it because I love it so much. And I'm just (laughs) like, everybody needs to watch this movie. It's great. (sighs) Because it's so, I don't know, it seems um, less common nowadays to find a Christmas movie that you, like, get a really special connection with. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of the Christmas movies that we have those, uh, I guess, I don't know, those bonds with, are older and ones that we've been watching since we were a kid. So I was just really stoked to have that same feeling as an adult. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, So my first impression, I discovered this movie on Netflix maybe three years ago now. Hmm. three or four years ago and I was just kind of sc- I, I don't know you know how Netflix is you just kind of scroll yeah. through yeah and you're just like oh this looks interesting and you either watch it or you just keep scrolling for another hour until you don't want to watch anything anymore or you run out of time <laughs> or you run out of time so I was scrolling through and I saw this movie on there and I was just like this looks cute and I saw some of the actors that were in it and it was like really notable actors like uh, Bill Nighy and Jim Broadbent and James McAvoy and I was just like oh those are like yeah they're like really prominent British actors Mm -hmm. and I was just like I've never heard of this and it's just like a very cute looking animated movie and so I put it on and I was immediately hooked because it opens up with this little girl's letter to Santa. hmm <laughs> And she is asking Santa all of these, like, questions that a kid would ask in this, like, technological age that we're in. And she's like, if you're real, how come I can't see your house when I look on Google Earth? Um, it's British. That's why I had to do the accent. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, as soon as she said that, I was like, yeah, why can't I see his house on Google Earth? And she's asking all these like scientific questions. She's like, you have to move so fast around the world, you would have to go at a speed that like you and the reindeer would burn up. So how can you do that without getting hurt? And I was just like, these are smart questions. This kid is smarter than I ever was as yeah. a child and i just found that so charming that i was just like in i was all in immediately and from then on the movie like didn't let me down and i loved every bit of it there were tons of like small details that i really enjoyed yeah and yeah i've been watching it every year since then that's so cute it's so cute it was I just love it. just a perfect first impression and it's just stuck with me so yeah Nice. That's my first impressions in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> um. Gosh, how do we want to do this? Do you want to talk about your first I guess, impressions? Yeah, yes, I'll go next. I guess so, yeah. like in between, so. Okay. But yeah, this is my first time watching it, in case you haven't been listening. <laughs> and, um... I'm down for animated movies. Like, I think that a lot of them can be very clever, so I was excited to watch this, especially, like, with the cast that was involved. hmm And, um, I honestly don't watch very many, like, new Christmas movies like you're talking about because mm-hmm. I just have, like, my childhood, um, faithfuls, like, old faithfuls, just going back to those and, um... Not really looking to add any to the collection. Um, Because it's kind of like, the list is already very long. Yeah. Of, like, good Christmas movies that you want to watch. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of Christmas movies, like, they tend to have the same sort of, like, underlying themes of just, like, really fucking wholesome and, um, you know, just the magic of Christmas and Everything so wonderful and blah 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 blah. Which and magic, is a great, this and yeah, and it is a great feeling. And I want to have that feeling at Christmas. So like, I'm not knocking it because I do watch those movies. But you know, you can you only have so many spaces available on your roster for those yeah. movies. <laughs> There's only so much time. Yeah. So um, I was very pleasantly surprised watching this movie when. Like it is a wholesome movie about Christmas, but that wasn't like its main thing. It was mm-hmm. very funny and it had just like lots of other details that made it a little bit more interesting than just a movie about the magic of Christmas. Yes. And um it was also like a lot more logical. Then, like, there is a reason. Extremely for logical. Yeah. Yes. That's like definitely all of those questions that I had last week about ALF, where it was just like explained, "Oh, Santa's magic or Christmas is magic." Like, yeah, don't ask questions. Yeah, there, there were no questions that I really had coming out of this where I didn't get an answer during the movie. Mm-hmm. So that was like super refreshing and. I just really appreciated that the writers, like, took the time to explain all of this stuff. Like, um, they really answer all the questions about, like, how Christmas happens. Um, Yeah. And you get both the, like, because there is this battle between, like, the New Age, like, technology way of doing it and then Grand Santa's, like, old-fashioned like yes he had yeah his reindeer he's (laughs) a reindeer and sleigh and like magic he has his like quote unquote magic but he explains how like he gets it Mm -hmm. like they harvest it from the northern lights basically and that's his like magic to make the reindeer fly and stuff um so yeah it was very very logical which was I think like kids are so they're way smarter than we give them credit for definitely and I just appreciated this because it's like, yeah. oh, you want to know how Christmas works? There you go. They just do it. <laughs> I also really appreciated that it had, like, a new take on how Christmas works. Because, like, you know, how is Santa supposed to go to all of, like, around the world and visit all of the homes of children and give them their presents? And, um... That first scene, really, where the elves have their little, like, tactical missions. Yes. And yes, it's, like, it um, down to the second. Oh, the nanosecond. Yeah. Like, they're so precise. Yeah. I think it was when we were talking about the Santa Claus, when I was talking about how, like, some movies, um, they have their explanations of, like, how santa works and how the north pole works and how the magic works and everything and like some of the movies are more convincing than others this is like one of the most convincing movies that i've ever seen about like how the operations happen because it is so precise and so technical absolutely i yeah i really appreciated that because you could tell that like from right right off the bat it was like the first 5 minutes of the movie was like this first christmas operation and that really explained to me that like this was going to be a different sort of christmas movie than what we're used to seeing i guess mhm yeah it like hooks you immediately um yeah and then i did enjoy like all of the little like nuances in the movie and um, nothing really made me like laugh like I did during ELF, but um, there were lots of like little like giggles, like, oh, that's funny or that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just, it, it was a really like clever <laughs> movie. It was weird. I wasn't expecting it. I didn't think that you would be. No. And that's, that's kind of why I've been like pushing this movie on everybody that I see because it's like, It sneaks up on you, and you, I don't know, it does the opening, and it is very, like, it grabs your attention because um, there's the little girl's letter, and then it immediately jumps into, like, this super crazy action scene of the elves, like, doing their mission of delivering all the presents, and it's, like, it's basically, (laughs) like, Mission Impossible on steroids. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and you're like, I don't know what I'm watching, but it's got my attention, so I'm ready for the ride. And then, <laughs> yeah, it just kind of, like, sneaks up on you, and it's just, like, very, it becomes very sweet. And you get this, like, crazy family drama. Yeah. And everybody gets a happy ending, so. Yeah. It's fucking lovely. I uh, really appreciated, too, that they made the Santas seem a little bit more, like, um, your typical family than they normally are. Yes, in other movies, like they uh, have this whole like family dynamic, and um, they tried to do a family games night that yeah. goes horribly wrong. Absolutely, we've all been there. <laughs> when when a uh, grand Santa like flips that board, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god! Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Like I I agree with what you said. This movie doesn't have as many like laugh out loud moments as Elf does. Um but I think that's just because it's it's like the British humor, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. It's like drier. Yeah. Definitely drier. Um, <clears throat> but I've always kind of I've always enjoyed that type of humor. So I just I, I think this movie is like so funny. Mhm. Uh, although sometimes Grand Santa can be a little bit much because he is so mean sometimes. I loved him. I love that character. I think he was my favorite along with Bryony, the little rapping elf. Yeah, but like them together, them together is either like very funny or very upsetting. It's a little bit of both (laughs) because (laughs) Bryony's lovely. She's this like adorable little like Scottish elf who is the best rapper. She can rap anything with... Only three pieces of sticky tape. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. I can't do that. No. Um, And their dynamic is so funny because she is so good and just wants to do her best and she will follow any order. And Grand Santa just kind of, like, bullies her because of this. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite moments is she's, like, out and she's, like, got her rapping and she's like, what do you want me to rap? And um, he tells her to wrap her head, and she does. She just wraps up her head, and then she has to, like, rip the paper open and ask for permission to breathe. And it's so cute and so sad. Yeah. But yeah, I love her. Yeah, I think my favorite scene, the the one that, like, kind of got me, like, thinking and then laughing mm-hmm. was um, after they uh, the after the sleigh like dumps them wherever they are Cuba I think Cuba I think uh, yeah maybe yeah I think Cuba yeah um anyways after the sleigh like dumps them into the sand and then Arthur is just like defeated and just like starts walking away and like Grand Santa and then his reindeer I don't know what that reindeer's name is I don't remember either. Uh, anyways, they're like lying there <laughs> and uh, Arthur like starts walking away and then Grand Santa's like, oh, you wouldn't leave me, would you? And and Arthur just like keeps walking and he's like, at least find at a least rock. At least have the to- decency to finish, finish us off with off. a rock. Yeah. <laughs> and then Arthur pauses for a second. <laughs> like he's fucking thinking about he's it. He's thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Arthur's lowest moment. And then like it cuts back to them after a little while. Bryony says something and Arthur's just like, he's just like, oh, who cares about Christmas? That stuff's for kids. You grow up and you get over it and Bryony's like, what in six seconds? (laughs) Because, like, (laughs) you were all about the Christmas magic just a minute ago and now you've given up. Yeah. There's Um, definitely, like, some, like, biting humor in this where it's just, like, really sharp. Yeah, that's also why I like this movie because I feel like... It's got a lot of jokes that will appeal to a lot of age ranges. Mm -hmm. So like you could watch this as a kid and really enjoy it. And you can obviously also watch it as an adult and have a really good time. Mm -hmm. Mostly because of like (sighs) Grand Santa says some of the craziest things. (laughs) Kind of like what some old people do. Yeah. But he is like so like crusty old. And that some of the things that he says are absolutely ridiculous. Um, what does he say at some point? He's like, uh, they used to think it was impossible. Oh, right. Arthur says something like, oh, but that's impossible. And Grand Santa replies, they used to think it was impossible to teach women to read. Oh, yes. And I was like, excuse me. How old is he supposed to be? He's like, well over 100. Oh, yeah. Um... Oh, maybe like 150 or something like that. Yeah, somewhere around there. So he's like wicked old. Yeah. He tells this story about he almost accidentally caused World War Three at some point because during he the took Cuban his, Missile Crisis. Yeah, he took a sleigh out for a ride and like accidentally got seen. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was very good. <laughs> um, I love the. Depiction of the sleigh in the their like modern sleigh, the spaceship, which is this huge spaceship that will basically cover an entire city, and then they just disguise the underside to just like look like the night sky, and then nobody knows. And I just thought that that was so smart, so clever. I loved it, definitely. And I also grew up watching Star Trek and stuff, so I just love me a good spaceship it's kind of shaped like the enterprise i guess so yeah it kind of is a little bit yeah anyway so i like that um we've mentioned in the past couple episodes having issues with uh the timeline and it not being very clear Mm -hmm. i still like i don't know they try in this movie to make it clear because they give you like a location and timestamp. Yes. for a bunch of scenes. Yes. Um, but it still feels like time is not moving at the rate that we're watching it. Which, like, it isn't. It's not really supposed to, but it still feels like a lot got crammed into the, like, two hours or so that they had before sunrise. Yes. Because they didn't really have that much time. Like, I think it was only two hours or something like that. And then the issue that I have with the timestamp is, like, is the timestamp supposed to be local time? Or is it supposed to just be some sort of, like, universal time that they're using at the North Pole? Because um, Steve and the other – and his mom and dad are, like, in Mexico at the same time that – Um, Arthur and Grand Santa are in England. Like, it's literally the same time stamp. Right. And it's also, like, supposedly the same time of day, because it's, like, morning. And that wouldn't even make sense, because when they deliver the bike to the wrong kid in the wrong Trelu, the city that they're trying to go to in Mexico... It is like first thing in the morning, and they wake that kid up. Yeah. Um. But then, in the England Trello, the sun hasn't quite risen yet, and Arthur's like rushing to the door to get the bike there. Yep. So, and I'm pretty sure the sun was up in Mexico, and that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And I also just had a really weird thought, which is, what time zone is the North Pole in? <laughs> Because that's the top of the world. And I don't know what time zone it uses. Uh, I have to look this up right now. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on. I'm getting a message from Marnie at the same time. Oh, wait. I found it. Um, no particular what? time zone has been assigned. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Uh, the sun... I guess nobody actually lives there, so, like... Yeah, it says the sun rises and sets only once per year. Yeah. Um, and all time zones converge there. Mm-hmm. So, because there's no permanent human presence, no particular time zone has been assigned. I guess whoever settles there first gets to decide. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess so. But who's going to settle there? There's nothing Dude, there. climate change is happening. Like it's going to be warm enough to live there soon. Oh my god, that's so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I guess once like the ice melts enough to like give way to the actual like landmass. I don't know if there is much of a landmass up there. Isn't it just all ice? Um maybe. We are not scientists. No, we're definitely not. This is not the science podcast. No, we don't know as much about the North Pole as we think we do. We pretty much only know what we've learned through these Christmas movies. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, just from looking at this map, like it doesn't really look like there is a landmass. However, maybe there is and we just haven't found it yet. Uh, maybe there's stuff in Antarctica that they keep finding because yeah. stuff keeps melting away, and they're just like, "Whoa, look at what's been frozen for thirty thousand years!" Yeah, so it's pretty, pretty mm-hmm. wild. Nobody knows. Yeah. So, you know what? We'll find out soon, I guess. Maybe I'll just move to oh, the wait, North Pole and say. Wikipedia okay. says- All right. The North Pole is located in the middle of the Arctic Ocean, amid waters that are permanently covered with ice. Yeah, we knew that. Yep, that didn't give us any new information. No, I know. Wikipedia. But like, um, the apparently, like under the ice has been like measured by submarines, so there is no land. Right, there's no landmass that's like connected. Yeah. It's just all water. The closest um. place is none of it. People live there. Yep. That's part of Canada. That that is. Excuse me. We talked about that during our Canadian Heritage Minutes episode. We sure did. God, that was so long ago. That was. And actually, like, going back to our last episode, I think that was an episode that we ranked pretty high. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because even though some of the Minutes have not aged well it was still fun to look back on it is very um anyway back to arthur christmas back to arthur christmas (laughs) i i've always thought that like the name of the movie was a play on father christmas because that's what they call him in england Mm -hmm. but arthur doesn't sound like father so it's not a it's not a good play on words i don't know if it's like a play on words so much as it's just like a way to make Santa Claus seem a little bit more like one of us, a little bit more relatable. Right. Cause like his brother's name is Steve and his dad's name is Malcolm, like it's not Santa Claus. <laughs> like that's Did just Grand the- Santa have a name or did he- they just call him Grand Santa They the just called him Grand Santa. Oh, that's too bad. I'd like to know what his name was. Yeah, me too. Um but I guess it's just like also weird because isn't their last name supposed to be Santa? Not Christmas. I'm really confused. Is it Claus? I don't think it's Claus because at the end of the movie it said Mr. and Mrs. Santa. Oh. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. um so they go through they go through the portraits of like the past Santas. And I think that they just say like Santa the 10th. Like I don't think they have or maybe they say like saint nicholas the 10th or something like that you know because i think not, saint nicholas is like the og og yeah. yeah and then they just say like santa the second santa the third yeah um i don't know i don't know, I don't know. that's another question that is never really answered <laughs> that's too bad because this movie does such a good job at like answering the unanswerable i know Okay, so here's a question for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's say you fall in love with someone and you, like, want to get married and do the whole shebang, but they're like, hey, I am, like, my dad is Santa Claus and his dad was Santa Claus and eventually I'm going to be Santa Claus. Will you move to the North Pole with me? (laughs) What would you do? I mean... <laughs> I can honestly say that I've never thought about this before. <laughs> <laughs> We're answering the unanswerable. <laughs> um, okay. I would assume that this whole, like, telling that you're Santa Claus, or that you're related to Santa Claus, or you're going to be Santa Claus, that would happen... You know, like, not on the first date. It would happen a little ways down the line. Um, oh, yeah. No, you, you cannot bring that up on the first date. <laughs> that is a red flag. I, uh, honestly, I feel like I'd have to see the North Pole, first of all, to, like, decide if I'm going to live there. So I'd want to go, like, meet his family.
1: True. Would I be
0: worried that he's taking me there to murder me? Possibly. Yeah. Big time. Big time worried. <laughs> Time worried. Um, But that's the other thing is like, this is like a family secret, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Nobody's supposed to really know about this. So, how do you take your significant other to your secret family home to meet your secret family so that you can like potentially marry them and make new Santas? And make children that will eventually become Santas. That's weird. That is the weirdest part, I think. That's really weird. I guess I just want to know how Malcolm and. What's his wife's name? Mrs. Santa. (laughs) Mrs. Glaws. I just want to know how Mr. and Mrs. Santa met. And I want to know, like, how Steve and Arthur are supposed to, like, go out into the wild and meet their Mrs. Santas. You know? Absolutely. This is the kind of Christmas sequel I need. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I want a sequel to this movie where it's. Arthur trying to get a girlfriend. Yeah. (laughs) That would be really interesting. I guess maybe like. Yeah, because that's another thing young Santa. Oh. Because it seems like Arthur took over the Santa position like pretty quickly. Like,
1: yeah, I think think their
0: dad was relatively young when he became Santa. Yeah, but then like if you're always Santa, like when are you supposed to go out and find your Mrs. Santa? In, like, February, after you take a few weeks off. Wait, you just go for, like, a vacation somewhere, and you're like, I'm gonna go live here for eight months, find myself a bride. (laughs) Like Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That scene really got me. Yeah. Because I do love it when they just, like, explicitly call out Canada in movies, because there are so many movies that are, like, filmed in Canada, Mm -hmm. but are pretending to be the States, so it's just like, I, know, I don't you know, it just, it just tickles me. Yeah, <laughs> it just tickles me when they, like, they just call out Canada. Yeah. And so, yeah, they're going through Toronto, and Grand Santa's like, ah, yeah, this is Toronto. I really like this place. Nobody lives here. It's very peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this huge metropolitan area. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, bless. So, yeah, maybe they, maybe they do their vacation in toronto and they like go out find a and, nice canadian lady yeah meet a nice a nice canuck to bring <laughs> up to the north pole they're already used to cold temperatures so it's like fine and there you go yeah that's that's weird would you do it um oh uh, It would be one of those things where it's like, you know, when you're like, you're going on like a blind date and you like have to tell a friend, you're like, I'm meeting this, I'm meeting a stranger for coffee at this place at this time. So like, if I never, if I get kidnapped and I die, like, this is what their name is and their description, right? It would have to be one of those situations like, hey, this guy wants to take me to the North Pole. So like, if I never come home, this is where I've been and this is this guy's name and information. So... Yeah, might I might have to betray that trust for my own safety. Yeah, I feel like you should be allowed to tell like one friend. Yeah, because if the person is, <laughs> it's such a it's such a red flag if this person is like, I'm gonna take you somewhere to meet my family. You can't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's like so scary. <laughs> Like, and, you're going to tell someone, especially if they tell you that. And then, like, okay, so what about Mrs. Santa in Arthur Christmas? Like, presumably she had parents and, like, a family. Yeah, she's got a family back home. Maybe siblings. Like, has Steve and Arthur ever met her parents? Do her parents know that Malcolm, her husband, is Santa? Or is it just, like, some ruse? Arthur and Steve probably have cousins that they've never met. Yeah, yeah what if they go into into town to like they go to toronto or they go to london or something to like meet a person and they fall in love with their cousin and then they find out that they can't be together because it's wrong <laughs> <laughs> okay i need this sequel I also need this sequel. I would absolutely watch the Netflix special of, like, the sequel where it's, like, Arthur has to get married. Yes. (laughs) See, it's basically, like, the Santa Claus 2, but Arthur Christmas. Yeah. And better. I I really like the idea of, like, a young Santa, though, that's, like, still figuring out his life. Like, oh, no, I'm gonna turn 30 and I don't have a pension plan. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, going through the real issues that we're going through today. Yeah. But he's also Santa Claus. Relatable Santa. Relatable Santa. I want relatable millennial Santa. Oh, a millennial Santa. I want millennial Santa. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if it was, like, the Santa Claus, but, like, instead of it being a 30-something-year-old dad, it was just, like, a 20-year-old Millennial. Yeah, and he wasn't forced to like become old to be Santa. Like he had yeah. to keep his physique. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, I want. <laughs> Dude, do you remember um, hot like hot Santa, like model Santa? Yes, yeah, from a couple years ago. I sure do. For anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, a few, uh, was it two years ago now? I guess, maybe three years ago. Um, there was this like. <laughs> ad campaign that a mall in Toronto was doing with this like really hot model that was portraying Santa but he's like this young cut dude <laughs> but he's being Santa so everyone was sharing these pictures of like hot Santa and yeah he became like a real big meme so everybody everybody had uh weird feelings yeah towards Santa that year is Very what I'm much I trying so. to say <laughs> Yeah, that year I might have married Santa, but Yeah, if it was that Santa that was like, hey, I'm gonna take you to the North Pole and you can like <laughs> be my wife. You can be my Mrs. Claus, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it was that guy. <laughs> what if it was Arthur? He's so he's so cute, but he doesn't have like it's a different it's a different thing. He has a very different vibe from like hot model Santa. Definitely. I just keep thinking about those Christmas slippers of his. A <laughs> little like reindeer with the flashing eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, so many good moments in this movie, like when he is uh, mistaken for an alien oh, by a farmer. Yeah. that is amazing! That is great. Uh what else? Oh god, my favorite little detail is that Steve's goatee is the shape of a Christmas tree. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's the tiny little things like that that I was just like, "Oh, this this movie is on another level." And, and I, I thought of everything. Really loved how all of the Santas had like different Santa outfits. Like, yeah. Grand Santa had, like, this, like, World War One vibe Santa outfit. And then, uh, current Santa had, like, the, more of a modern, but still, like, military vibe to it. And then Steve, mm-hmm. like, when he put on his Santa suit, it's just, like, a fucking Versace. It was the Versace robe. suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when they're going out to, like... Um, deliver the last present, and Santa, the current Santa, he's like, he's like, Margaret, bring me my me suit. <laughs> Margaret, that's her name. Margaret, yes. Okay, Mrs. Yes, Pods. it just it just came to me. Yeah, because it's Malcolm and Margaret. Yes, my yeah, but yeah. yeah, my me suit that was really funny. Bring me my me suit. <laughs> um, and also when they're sitting in bed and uh margaret is like helping him wrap his presents by just by helping i mean she's just doing it for him she's like the most so competent i love her she's and she was so calm throughout every single like crisis that was happening she just had everything planned out absolutely she's just like (laughs) santa's like fumbling trying to wrap these presents and margaret is just like oh give it here and I'll do it. And so she's, like, wrapping these presents, and then she, like, hands them back to him. <laughs> and then she's like, this one's for me, dear. And he's like, oh, happy Christmas, Margaret. <laughs> like, hands it back to her. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, I'm like thank you, and, like, puts it on her nightstand. <laughs> yeah. Their relationship is, like, so <sighs> funny, I guess, where he's just clearly, like, old and needs yeah. to retire. And she's, like, still so with it. And it's just, like, the glue that's keeping everybody together. Absolutely. Bless that woman. Bless. Uh, yeah. That scene when, like, Steve delivers the bike to that Mexican kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 etc. Yeah. Uh like he goes to the front door and like hand delivers it. And I thought the whole point was for Santa not to be seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's not how Steve do. That's not how he do. <laughs> He's bad with kids. Ugh <laughs> uh, Anyways, that was really questionable, but the scene oh, when like Gwen finally gets her bike, the little girl in Trulieu, England or Cornwall. Mm-hmm whatever truly Corn- cornwall england yes. yes um both of those things <laughs> god all of them uh yeah i must say that i was i was choking up a little it oh got me. it was so sweet yeah and they're all hiding in the closet yeah. and they're like watching arthur watching the girl with like the big wide eyes and he's just like He's he's the only one that's, like, still got the pure Christmas spirit in him. Yeah. All the rest of them are so just, like, <laughs> <Jaded>. over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, and they have that moment. So, yeah, it, again, it kind of reminds me of, like, when we were talking about the Santa Claus and, like, um, the the wife and her husband, they, like, they have that moment where they look at Santa and they're like, "Oh my god, you're Santa." Um, but it didn't it didn't totally translate to us as the audience? Yes. Cuz we didn't really see what they were seeing? Yes. But like, I think that we got that in this movie. Cuz we understood cuz we could Yeah. We could hear Gwen's excitement and we could see the expression on Arthur's face and we could see the emotion going through their minds of being like, oh, crap, he's the only one that, like, actually gets Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah, he got me. Yeah, and just, like, the the sense in Gwen that, like, her belief in Santa was just further confirmed by the delivery of this bike. Like, yeah, he fucking did it. He did they it. They did it. He saved Gwen's Christmas. <laughs> she still believes in Santa, and that is, like, something that, all of the characters, like, go through is that it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter how it happens. It just has to happen because it's all of them fighting over, like, which way is better, like, the new way or the old way and blah, 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 blah. Constantly fighting about it through the whole movie. And they're just like, in the end, it doesn't matter because it just has to happen for the kids. Yeah. So that they can keep their belief alive. It's great absolutely yeah santa's not you santa's not me santa's not my grandpa and my grandpa who used to dress as santa <laughs> santa's just santa you know yeah yeah oh i love it I'm so glad. I'm so glad you love this movie because I love this movie and I'm really (laughs) happy that I got to share this with you. Yeah. I was like definitely thinking that when I was watching it, I was like, this is a movie that I can see myself like sitting down with like a small child and like having them enjoy it and I would enjoy it and it would just be great. Yes. So. The things that you can watch with a kid and still enjoy yourself, like those are kind of priceless because otherwise... It would just get real annoying. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, it's great. Do you have any, any last... final thoughts? I don't. What about you? No. Let's get into our old saint rubric. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Cheer factor. Very high. Very high. I agree. It's like, I don't know. There's there's so many, like, beautiful things about this movie where it's just, it's very cheerful. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed Elf last week, and that was oh, very yeah. funny, but this one just, like, and I don't know if it's just because, like, it's new or what's going on, but it, like, really got me, so I gave Elf six Hoes out of three, I'm giving this one seven out of three. Seven hoes. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Wait, one two three. Four. Yeah, I did that right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I fully agree. This movie's great. I, yeah, Elf was also like very good and very cheerful. Um, and this one is too, for slightly different reasons, yeah, I feel like this one is I don't really know. I think it might be like more emotional, um because it like it breaks down all of the like quote unquote Christmas magic, yes, um, so it's like even despite having these very like technical solutions to doing the christmas magic or whatever um it's still there even though you're doing it in a new way so whatever i'm gonna start getting teary-eyed if i keep talking (laughs) about it but it's very sweet and very cheerful so yeah seven out of three hoes yeah i i think like i just appreciate how like on the level this movie was like there wasn't a lot of um like belief that you had to give to this film to like make it seem real right yeah it was like kind of very real yeah even though it's a animated, animated film about santa yeah. <laughs> it's very real santa's real guys okay <laughs> like this movie would convince me it's very well done yeah um so was it worth it oh i it was absolutely worth it for me i was the one that was like so stoked to do this yeah you're pumped yeah so (laughs) it was obviously worth it for me i'm more curious was it worth it for you absolutely i really enjoyed it and i'm excited to like watch it next christmas oh i'm so glad (laughs) and you just answered our third question which is would you watch it again absolutely Uh, of course so would i i love this film i'm probably gonna watch watch it 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 again like this year i want to like watch it with you aww, I want to do that too. (laughs) I like made my parents watch this movie because I loved it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want want to share it with everybody that I know because it's like, it's just really, it's smart. Like, it's well done. It's great for so many people of so many ages. And I just liked it. Oh, something that I did learn, which I should have brought up earlier, but forgot to. (laughs) Um, It's by the same production company that did Wallace and Gromit. Yes. Oh, that um, that scene during the first elf mission or whatever, there's mm-hmm. an elf laying out a train track for a kid and the elf is like riding the train and laying out the track in front of him. And them. laying out the tracks in front of Just him. That's what like Wallace and Gromit. Gromit did. Yes. Yeah. I was obsessed with those movies when I was a kid. Um, totally. And it made me want to go to the moon and have moon cheese. But obviously that can't happen. Uh, You can get moon cheese. It's just freeze-dried cheese. It's not very good. (laughs) No, I wanted to have, like, the Wallace and Gromit moon cheese. Like, it's very spreadable, like, creamy and – or creamy looking, anyways. I don't know. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I just – I loved those movies. And so I really appreciated that, like, early on in the film when I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, shit. They know what they're doing. I only wish that they had found a way to maybe incorporate, like, a penguin or something from mm. that other Wallace and Gromit. Uh, or a chicken from Chicken Run. Oh Yeah, or a chicken. They do have a sheep from Shaun the Sheep, but I never actually watched that movie. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. I should, because I'm sure it's good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, anyway, I was like very stoked to find that out yeah that's very cool love it anyway yeah if you haven't seen this film go watch it that's real good and if you have seen this film you can let us know we're on twitter at impressions pod facebook instagram and vero at second impressions podcast and if you have suggestions for future episodes you can send those to our email at second impressions podcast at gmail.com Thank you to Keegan for our artwork. And thank you to Travis for the music. And thank you to all of you for listening. My name's Danica. My name's Emma. Please remember to rate and re- review and subscribe. We're on iTunes. Give us a follow on Spotify. And obviously you're listening to this so you know how to catch us in all of those other places. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love you so much watch this movie it's so good I'm just so genuinely happy that you liked it thank and you I'm, and I'm not like surprised I figured that you would but I'm just I'm just I don't know I'm just glad me too. I'm glad I got to share this with you thank you it was so worth it I'm so full of Christmas cheer and now I'm gonna go finish this bottle of wine probably hello <laughs> <laughs> then you'll really be full of christmas cheer hell yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah boy <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we'll catch you next week <laughs> Bye. bye <laughs>